This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello, you are listening to the Blue Monday podcast. This is a three times weekly audio show looking into the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club. My name is Benjamin Bloom and I'll be here each and every Friday for the Blue Monday preview show with a special guest to get their insider view on the next opponent for Ipswich Town. Ladies and gentlemen, he's fighting through swathes of man flu to be with you today. Um, He's not going to be on camera because he said that that... That wouldn't work. Um, representing Wolverhampton Wanderers from the excellent Wolves Fancast podcast, Mr. Luke Thompson. Luke, how are you feeling? I've felt better, but you know we're uh, we're tough customers up here. You are, we, aren't you? you? Know, Is this we um, don't let a bit of man flu get us down? No, and you know when you like call in sick for work and you're not really sick and you put on that, you know, you put on that voice. You've actually yeah. got you've actually got that voice without having to put it on. How do you know I'm not putting it on? Oh, but I, I think, <laughs> look, after the last show, everyone said you were such a good guy. I just think you wouldn't do that, would you? No, of course I wouldn't. No, of course, course I wouldn't. Not you, mate. Um, right, Luke, can you just give a quick plug for the um, Wolves fancast where our lot can find it if they want to some kind of masochistic <laughs> talk through your impending victory after the game on um, Saturday? Yeah, I mean, you can listen to Wolves Fancast. You can find them on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. I believe you can even find them on Snapchat as well. And you should listen. It's really good. Sometimes they're funny, sometimes they're not. But it's still <laughs> worth a listen. Um, and obviously there hasn't been a long while since the game. So if since the last game, which was like December 23rd. Yeah. Um, if anyone's in danger of not finding this podcast very interesting, um, Luke has been given five words by his podcast colleagues. Did I say podcast? Podcast colleagues um, to slip in. He did kind of smile a minute ago. Um, I feel as he said Snapchat, but um, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna hold off on that. If if I can, oh, can you see? Can you see me? I can't see you. No, I could sense you smile with Snapchat. Ah. One of them. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think you're tricking me. I think you're tricking me. Uh, Luke, I can't see you. I genuinely, I can't see you. All I've got on is all I've got on is me um, with Snapchat. One of them. 
No, it wasn't. No. Oh, okay. So we're, look, we're, we're looking out for the five for the five words. Um. So yeah, the the first game was only a month ago, Luke. Um. December twenty third ended one nil to the Wolves. Cavaliero getting the goal. Um. I actually didn't think. Uh, try and look at it. Try and flip this around and look at it from Nipsey's point of view. I didn't think uh-huh. we were that terrible in that game. I thought. Um. Mick was somewhere between sort of pragmatic and cautious um, without doing the ultra defensive that Sunderland did, um, you know, just 10 men behind the ball. Um, And I think we could have possibly got on the score sheet if Waghorn had been a bit more at it. Um, Uh Obviously, you know, Wolves did what they needed to do. And it's, it's one of those where you get your goal and then it's like, okay, well, you score and we didn't score, so we'll never know. But there's a couple of close things. Um, just as a as a regular um, Wolves fan, how was it? What was your reading of the game? And how were we in comparison to other teams that have come there? Um, I mean, it was frustrating from our point of view. Um, I, I felt it was a game that we should have won. Um he wasn't as defensive as what I thought you may be. But when I'm thinking of, of games since then, you know, I think teams have come and, and give us, and, and got at us. Like, you know, Forrest came. I think that they played a bit more freely than, than you did. Brentford as well. Um, Bolton, but then obviously Bolton got slapped. I think that, I think if you would have gone for it a bit more, then you could have snapped something. That's really interesting to hear you say that because so many Ipswich fans complain that Mick goes too um, too defensive, and that's basically what you're saying from having yeah have, having seen, it, seen us once. Looking back now, I think we might have had there's been, you know the five or six home games around the Ipswich game. I think even Sunderland tried to get us get at us more than Ipswich did. Apart from when they went down to 10, then it was a different story. But I think teams have shown, if you come to Wolves and you have a go, you know, you, you might get something. Because we're struggling at the moment to to score. I, like you said, if we would have got that early goal, it would have changed the game. And I think that's, that's our game plan at the moment. Let's try and get a goal within the first 15 minutes. But then when we don't, that's when we're struggling. It's so hard to judge, isn't it? It's one of those, I, I suppose, as an Ipswich fan, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, this is all right, nil-nil, you know, come out bit by bit. And you just always have that thing of, well, if we had come out, you know, and yeah. pushed on a bit, would with the front three and with the wing-backs have, have um, just torn us apart? But I guess that's the it's, thing between taking the game to the opposition and the, the cautious McCarthy approach, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think Forrest showed on um, Saturday just gone. They wasn't overly attacking, but they showed a bit more adventure than Ipswich did, and it paid off with 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 two goals. You know, whether they deserved to win the game or not, it's irrelative. They got the three points, mm, and yeah. I think you know if, if Ipswich would have maybe gone for it a little bit more, could you have, could you have got the, a similar result? I mean, who knows? We'll never know, will we? It's one of those things. It's all ifs and buts, but. I was quite disappointed as that. Well, if I was looking at it from an Ipswich point of view, I would have been quite disappointed that you know you didn't you didn't give it more of a go. Yeah, I, 
I think Mick, um, well, you you know what he's like, don't you? I think he yeah. he he would rather say in a press conference, "Oh, well, we went to Wolves and we only lost by one goal," as opposed yeah. to we went to Wolves and we had a go and we lost three nil or something. You know, like Brentford did say. Yeah. 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 Um, right. So the remainder of the Christmas period, um, it was Millwall away and a two-two draw. Um, uh-huh. A late away win at Bristol City, the one where Nuno goes crazy in the director's box. Um, and then a three-nil at home to Brentford, who, as you've kind of touched on, they they play the same whoever they're playing, don't they? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Smarten me up on these games because that looks pretty slick. Seven points from the next three after those. Yeah, I mean, Millwall, I would have taken a point before the game. Any away game, especially the position we're in now, if we get draws away from home and win our home games, we'll go up. So looking at Millwall, Boxing Day, 2-2, I would have taken that. And then if you get a draw or you lose, it's always, for me, it's how do you follow up? And we followed it up with two big wins. Bristol City win was absolutely massive. Um, Given the circumstances as well, going down to 10, after what, like 13, 14 minutes, and then scoring a 94th minute winner. You know, there's no better way to win a game of football. Um, Brentford at home. It was, a, it was a funny game, that was, because I was majorly impressed with Brentford. They're a good team, aren't they? But then at the same time, if we would have won that game 8-0, <laughs> I don't think many... I honestly don't think many people could have argued. We could have literally been falling up within the first 15 minutes. I think that, and I think that's Mick McCarthy's argument that, yeah, Brentford ping it about nicely. But you'd argue who got the better result um, out of Mm. Mick or Dean Smith. Mick would say he got the the better result, wouldn't he? But I'd much rather, I'd much sooner watch Brentford because there there will be, you know, in a parallel universe, you play that game 15 times. Brentford will win it five times, Wolves will win it 10 times. Yeah, yeah. You play Ipswich 15 yeah. times, Ipswich will win it once and Wolves will win it 14 times. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I was impressed with Brentford. I mean, I'll, I've tipped them for the playoffs. I think they've, they've got a bit of work to do, but but they play some good football. They really do. I was really impressed. And um, Woods in midfield is a superb player. Did, did the ginger guy, did he play? Yeah. For me, I mean, I was talking to my mates as the match was going on and for me, he gets in any team in the championship. I totally agree. Even ours. Even ours. Yeah, big, big fan of his, big fan. Um, yeah. So that takes you to the start of January. A transfer window opens up and in comes Rafael Mir from Valencia for 1.5 million. So this is another forward. Can you tell me about um, Mir and where does he fit into the squad? And, the, you know, is he is he a first team or is he back up and is he any good? Um, I think he's going to be back up. He's certainly going to be back up. <sighs> I've only seen sort of 20 minutes of him when he came off the bench against Swansea, however long he was on the pitch for. Is he any good? Very early to tell. I'm not sold on him, though, if I'm being brutally honest. Um, Nuno um, had him before at Valencia, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I think he played him twice in the Champions League. But, I mean, it's, it gives us a different option because... He's a big guy. You know, he's good in the air. Um, He looks like he could be an aerial threat. But has he got enough for where we want to be? It's early days, early days, but I'm not sold on him so far. But I don't want to be overcritical because he's still a 19-year-old boy in a new country. You know, so... 
No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Wolves were also linked with a thirty-four million pound bid for Milan forward Andre Silva. Um, now, given Bournemouth were only fined seven and a half million for smashing FFP when they went up, do you think there's actually a good argument for Wolves to break all the rules this season in the Championship and actually try and do one of these absurd Premier League level signings um, before they before they get up and uh, was this just kind of posturing? Was this just saying to the world, "Oh, look, look how much money we've got"? Um, what, what, what was what was the deal with this with this link? And um, what, what's your view? With Andre Silver, it, it would just be absolutely ridiculous. I honestly believe that there's some some truth in it. And if we was to ever sign Andre Silver this summer, over this summer in this window, with how desperate we we need a striker, I think I'd have to. Go to Nuno's house, <laughs> pour some champagne all over his body, Let's and go. Lick, said, lick said champagne out of his navel because that would just be navel has got to be amazing. one of the words. Got to amazing. Navel's got to be yeah. one of the words, Luke. Surely, <laughs> yeah. surely. Yeah, navel. Navel's one of the words. Well done. Well done. Unbelievable. Um, but yeah, and with the with the FFP FFP thing, it's kind it's kind of worth the worth their while as well but so you said the, the need for a striker um I've seen Wolves twice now because I saw him against Sheffield Wednesday and Bonatini scored all these goals but he, d- he didn't really have a kick in either of those games is that the system and that he actually doesn't get that much of the ball or is he is he not necessarily going to be up to it going forward um uh, I mean I uh, I don't think Ben Bonatini's had a kick of the ball for the last six games, really. Really? Been out of it. But it's not entirely his fault. Um, for me, when I've been looking at Wolves last few last few games, it's all good having the ball and, and looking fancy. But when you've got the ball, you've got to hurt teams with it. You know, it's anyone can do, you know, play it back to your left back who can play it inside to your centre half, who plays it back to the left back, who plays it to the left midfielder. You've got to hurt teams with it and that's what we haven't been doing lately. We've been keeping the board and, and whilst it's been looking good but in that final third we need to be a bit more intelligent and a bit more ruthless. Um, well, but going forward... I don't think Bonatini. If we get promoted, he's is he on loan or is? Or... Yeah, he's on, yeah, he's on loan. But so if we signed him permanently in the, in the prem, he's gonna get you five or six goals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't think he's. Um, it's it's just it's like he's playing with moon boots on at the moment. He's just not getting the balls. <laughs> that's, got, that's got to be number two moon boots, hasn't it? Surely. <laughs> Surely, surely. I've always said some some of them were subtle. <laughs> oh, really, do you know what? I thought I've been thinking about moon boots for about the last three minutes, and I thought I'm going to get this in. I'm going to get this in. I'm going to liken it to somebody shooting, being really crap. Oh, it's like he's got moon boots on. Oh my god! I thought, I, I thought that was quite smooth, but Cole oh, Skews, um, our midfielder, is actually out on. <laughs> Saturday and is currently wearing a moon boot singular, so I can mm-hmm. I can get that. <laughs> I can get that. <laughs> Unbelievable scenes. Um, in the FA Cup, um, it's a nil-nil at Molyneux against Premier League Swansea. Kind of half and half 
weakened team. Was this a wasted opportunity to test some of the players against Premier League opposition? What did you think? Uh, it was a game that we could have won. Certainly a game that we could have won. Frustrating that we didn't. Again, going down to 10 men in the first half certainly didn't help because we were clearly on top of that game. Um, even even in the second half as well, we, we was on top. Swansea came into it a little bit, having the extra man, obviously. But then when the ref evened it up, he, he did us a massive favour because I don't think it was a red card for them. I think it was a bit soft. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's it's a game that we should have won. It's quite frustrating because for me personally, I love a cup run. Mm. You know, there's not you know getting when it's like like it's the FA Cup this weekend, and then you win, and it's like oh, who are we gonna get in the draw? Oh, are we gonna you know? Oh, I can't believe the draws on a Monday. They should bring it back to Sunday. Don't wanna wait. But when you're out of the cup, it, it just means nothing. So yeah, frustrated that we're not in the cup anymore because I would have liked a cup run. Mm. With so, the team selection, it is what it is. Both teams rested players. Not overly bothered about that, to be fair. But yeah, frustrating because Swansea aren't aren't great either. No, and as some would argue that would be the type of team maybe in the first year up that you're probably going to be battling against in kind of the you know. Well, I mean, they might go straight through to the top half, but that would be the kind of team. Yeah. Um, I guess you've kind of answered answered my question, my next question already. It was uh, so nil nil at Barnsley, and then Swansea knock you out, and the the weakened team ends up. I mean, we had a situation with uh, we were one nil down at home to Sheffield United with a weakened team, and it got to ten minutes to the end, and McCarthy just didn't make any substitutions, and it seemed fairly yeah. obvious that he was saying, look. I don't want a sub to come on and score and give us an extra... <laughs> extra. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, did Nuno yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. make a bit of a mess out of it? Because two games, um, neither neither won. Like you said, a red card and um, didn't really get anything out of either game, did you? What, either Swansea game, was that, sorry? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, do you know what the most frustrating thing is? Everyone was making these comparisons. Oh... Yeah, let's see how good Wolves, how could they hack it in the Premier League? And then, because we ended up losing to a Premier League team, you know, you see all these like deluded Villa fans and whoever else and, and the media, oh, well, it's obviously Wolves aren't good enough. It's obvious that they're not good enough because we lost to Swansea. That's the most frustrating thing. That's what's annoyed me the most, if I'm being honest. Mm. People now thinking that we're not as good as what we are because of a cup game against Swansea. That's frustrating, very frustrating. Um. So, on the back of that, it finally happens. The first league defeat in 100 years for Wolves, losing 2-0 <laughs> at home to Forest. Um, what 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 happened? How did they do it? Or was it just a case of the run kind of running out of steam? It was, you know what? We, we look comfortable. Um but again, in the final third, we offered nothing. It was quite easy for Forrest to defend against us. Um, and then, I mean, I missed both their goals. Because I went to take um, the little one to go get something to eat and a drink. So I, I missed both their goals. But again, it's just, it's it's more frustrating that we've been at home against, no disrespect to Forrest, but it's a game that, you you know, you should be winning. And we haven't really tested them. Uh, but then on the other hand, these things happen. Even if you got, get promoted from the championship, 
you're going to lose eight, nine, ten, maybe no, even eleven. You, you can lose ten and still get a whole ton of points exactly. as well. Exactly. Um, and every team that's won the championship for the last ten years would have lost at home to a team in mid-table. That's just why the championship is. So I'm not overly concerned about it. It's more the frustration of how toothless we're looking in the final third. Mm, very interesting. Because it's not like Forest was a one-off. Um, Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with McDelivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. You know, Swansea, um, even though it, it seems to be a pattern emerging where we're dominating the play, but in the final third, we're for whatever reason, it's, it's just not working for them. Is that not as well, Luke, teams just being terrified and really defending, you know, with big numbers, you know, really deep nah, as well? I, I think it might be that teams have sussed us out a little bit now. So whereas... I think it might be a bit easier to play against us at the minute than it would have been in, say, October, when teams were still trying to get to terms with this fancy 3-4-3-5-4-1-3-5-2 formation. Um, but obviously teams have been able to see us for 20-odd games now, how we play. So maybe they can, maybe it's a bit easier for them to play against us. Yeah. Maybe we'd, and you know, it's not always, It hasn't always got to be a drastic change. Maybe we just need to make a few tweaks to, to the way that we play to start getting the results that we was getting earlier on in the season. No, that's that makes total sense. Um, so they've been off to... Where have they gone? Spain somewhere this past week? Yeah, Marbella. Oh, right, Living up in Marbella on the Sandpit Beach in Marbella. I saw on the on your guys' Twitter there was some footage of them, you know, John Ruddy going for his warm-ups particularly uh, vigorously. What are we expecting... Um, Team-wise, on um, Saturday, I assume he's going to stick with the three-four-three and the wing backs and the two wide guys up front, 
all well, season. I mean, my, main, my main concern is that we even have a team turn up on Saturday because I believe I think they're still actually in Marbella. <laughs> wow. I, I don't think I don't think they've, they've uh, set off. Yes, I think they're still there. So someone should um, go to the airport and cover the runway and whatever, and Ipswich get awarded the three yeah. 0 win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but I think, from our point of view, I think we're going to line up exactly the way we lined up at home against you. Hmm. Yeah. So no, it... um, no Costa, no Mir, the kind of the kind of standard Wolves team that you know everyone expects, really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's there's be... no injury injury things. Not that I can think of. No, that's quite. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think we've. I think we're doing quite well on the uh, injury front. I think, we're, yeah, we're, we're, to be fair, we've, and I think as well, when you do well, you need that slice of luck with injuries and suspensions. I think that helps, you know, if you want to sort of get out of this division. Um, but no, I don't think we've got any any injury concerns. The only change that may be from the match against you at the Molyneux is Costa may start. Yeah, I... ahead of Cavalero because he started the last two I think or two or, two or three um, but he's a bit of a scapegoat amongst the fans at the moment Costa oh. is because he's, he's not scored a thousand goals <laughs> and you know, 75 a... million step overs he's a hell of a player though isn't he when I it's... yeah when I saw um, Sheffield Wednesday versus Wolves um, you know when he came on and got the Wednesday guy sent off and killed the game and uh, the previous season, he was easily your best player, wasn't he? But I think he, I think he was injured for a while, wasn't he? Yeah, he was injured, and you know he's he's come back and he's he, don't get me wrong, he's not been as good as he's been last season. But some of our fans, you'd think that he was absolute garbage. <laughs> you, honest, honest to God, it's ridiculous. It, it's 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 embarrassing the way our fans go sometimes. Um, as soon as you become a, a scapegoat at Wolves, bang, that's it. Every time you touch the ball, if you don't do something amazing, you get what what we like to call the Molyneux mode. Where if it's a loose pattern, you, all you hear is, oh, <laughs> off like 30,000 people. Um, so yeah, he's become a bit of a scapegoat. Whereas for me, I think Jota needs a rest. And I've said this for about six weeks. I you think you said that on the last time we spoke to you. Yeah. Yeah. But, Honestly, if Jota could have a terrible game, nothing would be would be said. But, Costa um, could have an average game, but Luke, and he'd be slighted. Luke, sorry to cut you off. Um, you're playing against the Mick McCarthy Ipswich team, and Jota's got a bit about him. He, you know, he smashed Kenlock for the goal, didn't he? And you know, he likes yeah. to tackle, and he's a fierce guy. I guess you against Ipswich, who are you know the only chance of possible chance of winning is to make it rough and tumble and play you on our terms I I don't see um, Costa going ahead of Jota do you? Oh no I mean Costa would be ahead of Cavalero Oh sorry I beg your pardon sorry Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No but I was just sort of talking in, in terms of um, Wolves players like Jota can do no wrong mm. whereas Costa can do no right uh, you become a scapegoat at, the, at Wolves and it's so hard to turn it round Um. You know, I think if Costa could score a hat trick on Saturday, coming off the bench after 87 minutes, <laughs> and fans would still say, "Yeah, but you know, that one cross he pulled in was a bit crap, wasn't it?" Wow. That's what we're like. We're, we're idiots. <laughs> we are, we're absolute idiots. 
Um, is there any hope whatsoever in the statistic of four games without a win? Obviously, that includes two against Swansea with weakened teams and then the one against Forest and the draw versus Barnsley. I'm just trying to get any amount of um, statistic that says Ipswich could do something in this game. Is that is that just an outlier? You could easily you could easily pick up three points quite easily. You know we're not we're not some invincible team. Um, I'd like to think that we would be the more dominant team. But again, I, f- I think we need an early goal. I think we need a goal in the first thirty minutes. Um, if we don't, then who's to say that you're not going to snatch it one 0 that would be that would be the only way from a set play. How do you how do you see it? Um, how do you see it playing out then? Right, I, I hope to God that they've gone to Marbella and and everything's been okay, and they've not been sort of doing a Leicester um, when they went to Marbella. So I hope they come back a bit refreshed. Get have got a bit of vitamin D inside them. That's got to be one of the words, hasn't it? Vitamin D. It's not actually. No? (laughs) Vitamin D, moon boots, navel. I bet I've missed a couple, haven't I? But fill me in at the end anyway. Yeah. Um, We've not got the worst record in the world at Portland Road either. It's been in draws the past couple of of times, wasn't there? I mean, the the last game was the most forgettable one ever. That was a nil-nil end of last season. I remember um, a phobie in a 2-2 this season... Yeah, four, and um, I can't remember beyond that. You were two on the season before that, but before that, we'd won the previous three. Wow. Um, just look at your home. Your home form is very hit and miss as well, isn't it? Um, there's there's only been a couple of really against QPR. We were horrible, and that was a nil nil draw. I think Norwich. Um, that was just the um, you know, the the whole occasion kind of got to us. Bristol City outrun us. Um, we, we've had some good wins. You know, we beat Forest and we beat Reading, Birmingham. But yeah, I, I suppose you're right. It's it's one thing or the other, isn't it? Yeah. And that's why it's hard to tell. I was looking at your form last night, your home form, and it's like, like you says, the teams that you've lost to have actually been decent, like Sheffield United, Derby, uh, Bristol City, Fulham. Uh and then, but then you've had some good, like you just mentioned, like one nil against Leeds, four two against Forest, three nil against Preston, five two against Sunderland, two nil against Brentford. So you've had some good wins as well. So it's very, very difficult to read Ipswich. But I'm gonna have to. I'm, I'm back in the walls. I think I think we're gonna return firing, and I think we're gonna win three one. Three one. I've we do a little thing in the um in the newspaper a few of us in Ipswich, and um I don't know. There's about eight of us in the, you know, the fans jury and no one predicted that Ipswich would win. So I've gone for, <laughs> I've gone for um, nil one to Wolves. Cause I think, I think the thing that impressed me in the last game was um, how sensible they were as a team. Do you know what I mean? Where, yeah. so you've got this squad that's clearly better than all the others in the championship. And it's not like Kevin Keegan. Okay. Right. We will either win six two or lose two nil or you know what have you. It's kind of very yeah. calm and very sensible. And I can, like you say, I can see them picking up a goal middle of either half and 
you know, just just shutting it down, really. Um, and on the basis that the two games I've seen Wolves play this season as well have both ended 1-0 with that exact yeah. pattern, first half goal, oh. and just nice and nice, good, calm team, aren't they? Yeah. And I'll, I'll take a 1-0. I'll... Luke, we got um, interrupted. I hope that was an important call. Was that Nuno? I have. You must have been. Oh, you didn't even take it? Oh, no, no. I just let it ring in. But I don't know. It just interfered with the sky for some reason. Unbelievable uh, scenes. But uh, I don't even know. I feel like I've ruined your whole podcast now. No, you really haven't. You, you know, you, you've you literally done the, the exact opposite of that. I think we got you on a sort of 3-1, assuming that Wolves were going to Wolves were going to come back firing. Um, let me just get you on this. What about the rest of the season? Because how, how's it going to be for them actually... It's a bit bit of like a procession now, isn't it? Like you say, you could probably win one, lose one, draw one for the entire rest of the season and still um, be promoted fairly easily. How are they going to keep the intensity up? I think we just keep doing what we're doing. Um, I think we, we, we've showed so far that... No disrespect to, to any other team, really, but I, I, I honestly feel we are a level above anything else in this division. Um so I think if we just keep calm, keep doing what we're doing, um, we'll be okay. We'll be okay. I think we've proved over 20-odd games that the way we're playing football and controlling games, that we have got enough about us. Um, just don't panic. <laughs> just don't panic. We'll be fine. I mean, if we could sign a striker, happy days. Um, but even with the squad we've got, we should have enough. And if we were to ever bottle promotion now, then I'll just fold the club personally because it's, if you can't do it, possible, you're never going to yeah. do it. It's not possible, is it? Um, what what's going to happen next season? Um, assuming obviously, you know, what you just said isn't going to happen. Um, what do you think is going to happen with the kind of signings with the players that are on loan at the moment? Um, and is there any ounce of regret that it's only been one year of winning? And do you know what I mean? That you didn't get three or four years of winning and building it up and, you know, watching nah. the team great. <laughs> no. If we if we could go win the Premier League like next season, and somebody would say, yeah, you know, but you've brought What it. about the journey? Do think, yeah. Do you think anyone would care? No. Mm. I, me, I wouldn't care. I don't care as long as we're doing well. Um, because I believe we're after a player as well called um, Ariola from PSG. <laughs> The goalkeeper. There's no way. That's one of the words. Isn't that, Al- isn't, isn't that nipple? Al- no, but there's a goalkeeper. He plays for PSG called Alfonso Ariola. Very good goalkeeper, actually. And I've heard that we're, we're in for him for £20 million. So that just shows the sort of level of player that, that we're going for. There's no John And then there, obviously Andre Silva. If we get promoted, we will, we will cause a shock in that division. The hardest thing is just getting out of the freaking championship, though. <laughs> so I just don't know whether you're on get word in duty <laughs> or not. It's hard to tell. Um, right, I only gave the listeners an hour's notice. So there's only two questions, Luke. But okay. your man flewed up. Um, Ian says, can you go easy on us tomorrow, please? Nine points clear. Our need is greater than yours. Thank you. It's not. It's no. really not. <laughs> come come and live up here and listen to how Villa fans have been talking for the last few weeks. 
Yeah, they're, playing, they're playing well as well, yeah. Our need is great. Our need is great because we need to keep them quiet because they're horrible. Um, so, no, we can't go easy, I'm afraid. <laughs> Mrs. Nuts says, Ruddy will get a lot of abuse tomorrow. Is Ruddy ready or will he lose his... And there's a word that I can't say. Is, uh, Ruddy, is Ruddy going to stay calm? He he likes winding up Ipswich fans. I think it's part and parcel of being a footballer now, isn't it? Every Everybody gets abused nowadays, don't they? Because you're always playing somebody that you've played for before or their rivals. I think footballers are just used to it. And I think they earn that much money now. They don't care what Dave Smith from, I don't know any regions of Ipswich <laughs> has got to say. Copleston. Yeah, I don't think if... Chantry. Aaron from, Aaron from Copleston thinks Ruddy's a... Broke a ball. Hall. Mongol. I don't think anyone, <laughs> you think he's gonna care? No. Oh well. Um, Luke, thank you so much for coming on in your man flu. I don't think at this stage of the podcast anyone really cares about the game. What they really care about is what were the five words you had to get in, and have you got them all in? <laughs> no, there's. I got one in, but, but I said it as the phone was ringing, and it cut us off. Oh, no one's gonna believe that, are they? So. Naval, <laughs> naval and moon boots were there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I outed you on both of those, so they don't count. What was the one where yeah. the phone was ringing? Cavity. <laughs> I would have gone for um, Mick McCarthy's uh, defensive system is as tight as cavity wall insulation. Oh yeah, so yeah. But you're a lot more intelligent than me, so I don't. It's easy. I, I don't think I am because I'm really enjoying the. You know, rather than the football chair. So, were there two that you didn't get in? No, it was only cavity. I didn't get in. I got sand pitting. When did you get that in? Exactly. But I think when I got sand pitting, I think you was talking at the same time. Oh, I do. So that. I, could, like, I do that a lot. Yeah. So I could force it in and be like, "Yeah, you never." That must realized. have been a Marbella link, mustn't it? It was. It was. Yeah. What and was the other uh, one? you got me on Ariola. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I swear how to God, there, there is a footballer <laughs> called Ariola. <laughs> He's a goalkeeper, French goalkeeper. Oh, wow, <laughs> that's incredible. Um, Luke, we're gonna we're gonna miss you next year when you're in the in the Premier League. So you'll have to come on for no reason whatsoever. Um, next year, I'll tell year. you what, I'll I'll come on when you play in Albion, and oh. we'll just have an, an hour. I'll tell you what, we'll have we'll have an hour. Where we just slag off Albion and you can slag off Norwich <laughs> just for an hour. Hey. Just for no reason whatsoever. Well, with our season slowly fizzling away, no. it's, it's Norwich on February the 18th. That's it now. Can we beat I've Norwich for the first time I've in nine next, years? I've got the next podcast idea. So I could come back on. Yeah. Albion when we have Norwich. a part, when McCarthy gets sacked, right, we'll all help celebrate because I think he's a. Idiot anyway. <laughs> but if I'm not man flued up, we'll get on the Skype with the video business. Jelly and ice cream on Skype <laughs> when Mick McCarthy's sacked. Oh, and when oh, can we not just do it when Wolves I don't know. I don't I'm not really well up on fifty million pound Portuguese players, but when they when they sign one of them. But anyway, Luke, thank you so much for coming on where can we find you on twitter <laughs> long story but i'm currently suspended from twitter so you can't <laughs> oh no no oh you have to tell us why what did you do 
Okay, so when we it was when we saw Rafa Mir and some Valencia fans were slagging him off. So <laughs> this is quite embarrassing because I'm actually like a father and like, <laughs> like 30 odd years old. But I told a Valencia fan that oh, oh, his mother sucks the cocks <laughs> of a thousand Wolves fans. In Spanish? That, yeah, in Spanish. I oh, Google Translated it and everything. And I got, that's what I've been suspended for. So I've been off Twitter for about two weeks. My God. I've heard so, people yeah. say so much worse than that. Exactly. That was my point. That was my argument to Twitter, but they're just not listening. So I'm sort of <laughs> protesting and putting all my efforts into Instagram at the minute. But you can find me on Instagram on uh, Yam Yam Luke, and it's just fo- football pictures, basically. And what about the podcast Twitter? Um, no, it's... I think I can help you this at WWFC Fancast. FC, yeah? Okay. yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, That's the one. Luke, you are by far one of the most entertaining guests we have on so thank you so much for coming on are you coming up for the game on Saturday or are you suspended from that as well no I'm, I'm actually allowed to go to Wolves games but I just don't fancy <laughs> no one wants to come to bloody Ipswich do they oh no Suffolk Suffolk isn't it don't fancy it's too far too far gonna win the league anyway yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter, does it? Anyway, right, I'm going to get into my moon boots and scratch the itch I have on my navel because I need to phone up about my cavity wall insulation um, and the sandpit that's um, corroding in my back garden. I can't remember what the last one was. Oh, I can't, no, I can't. Is it I can't it's it's Harry. Yeah, I can't, can't even. Yeah, I need to go to the doctors to get them checked out <laughs> Luke it's been an absolute pleasure um, and thank you for coming on not a problem Ben thank you thanks for having me the TalkSport fan network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year as football fans we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds however when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends we might not always feel as confident That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116-123. That's 116-123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurant. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.